Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers, and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish your story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Is push the bad <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much, so you can maximize the now. Who, who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Joe? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Oh, 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 hey, my bad. Y'all call me grooving to that thing, man. But it's your dude lounging. Lee Rowan. Don't say that Lee Rowan out the junior. Kicking with y'all on this Friday, man. Y'all know how we doing these Friday. It's the exclusive interviews and like this day, man. We got one for y'all, man. It's definitely about to be popping. Devontae KK, so sit back. But before we get this thing started, I got to bring my dude in. He traveling on the road. Got to get him on. Uh my partner in crime, the business partner. Why? What's good? Hey, cool. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad. I'm just happy you had the uh, microphone on, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, look, I'm like, cause, hey, okay, you got it right. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> hey, man, it's Friday. You know, I look forward to this day. Let's do this thing. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey you gotta hit it with the wait. What? How your thing is? We back at it like we mad. We can't get this thing started. <laughs> But look, man, I'm telling you for real, we got to get this thing started because we got Grammys on, you know what I'm saying? Dallas Oak Cliff representative, big stepper, man, Devontae KK, a.k.a. Coach K, man. Let's clap it up. What you doing, man? Look, they must have did some push-ups on, on back screen, hey, no, man. No, no, hey, hey, I was back there. I had no, one what? I'm, I'm one in. I was one in here that thing getting ready, man. You Man, I'm telling you, look, you coming in with the Dallas sauce already, man. But look, you know, we know we got to prove your Dallas call, man. You know that uh, Dallas swag at the Oakland. So shout out to my guy AD Bond and everybody back at Grambling, you know, when I was back there. And they used to be like, come here. I'd be like, who? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you say? So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to my dude, Doc Diddy, with the hey, man, say, man. So, I got, you know, you got to tell her one of the things. What's the lingo? The hey, man, say, man, uh, the over there. Yeah, over there, or when you say stars, uh, you know, we always say, on my mama. Oh, we my always, We always going to say, on oh, my, my mama. Okay, oh, no. bro. And we going to bro you to live. Play, bro. <laughs> Hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? We're going to bro you to death. You know what I'm saying? Square business. You know, that's what it is, man. Hey, I don't know why. business, yeah. Shout out to you. That's funny. So, where you, where you shag at, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's the same thing. See, look, my, my, um, my senior year, I rocked the shag all the way till we got to the national championship. 
you know, and my uh, one of like my best friends, and it's Andrew. Like, you know, we grew up together, we played together. Everybody from Dallas knew. If you see me, you're going to see him, you know. But if we, we had different mamas, you know, different dads, but we, we really was that tight where people thought we were brothers. So um, he passed in 2015. And um, in October, man, it was at the first. It was just unfortunate. You know, they, it was a crossfire, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and he was finna get ready to go overseas and play basketball, bro, and it just that happened. When that happened, bro, I, I rocked the shag all the way till that time we played in the national championship. Like, even when I was at Grand people used to be like, I walk in the cafeteria, like, looking at me like, you got a backwards bro? Like, no, it's a shag, man. Like, you ain't from the city, so you don't really, you don't even understand. You know what I'm saying? You, shags, you, you one of those guys, you know what I'm saying? You got a shag, you, you know what I'm saying? One of the guys supposed to be like that, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, okay. Well, look, I got a bald head, so I'm gonna still, I'm gonna try to give you a shag. So, but you know, <laughs> I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when I first came out here, you know, when I came out to the dad, and everybody was like, you know, the food, the rudest chicken, the, you know, sweet Georgia. So, you know, what's the spot? Like, tell us what's the eat spot out here. Man, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody already know you from the city, you know, Rudy's is bang. But, house. Henderson's chicken's been going down. You know, a lot of people have been telling me, I've been trying to pick between the two, but both of them, both of them hitting. You know, and we got a lot of barbecue spots where, you know, you can get like a a, a baked potato by the size of a basketball. You know what I'm saying? You put all type of meats in it and all. It's like, you know, you always got little holes in the wall, you know what I'm saying, around the city, man. So, but, you know, majority of the time, really, it's, it's Rudy's. When you come from out of town, if you're a tourist or something, Rudy's is the place to go, man. You got you to gotta go try it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. a person from the city not gonna really, you know, trip on it because they can have it all they like. You know what I'm saying? True, true. All right, so you know, before we get things started, definitely want to let everybody know one thing about Sports Talk with Friends, our podcast, they very interactive. If y'all want to say something, holler at our dude, Devontae Kincaid, man. He here. Let the, uh, hit them comments, man. Tell them what Sam, you know, let us know who holler in that. Look, shout out to Mike Neath and David New Orleans all the way out to the building. You know what I'm saying? Who that? Who that name? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but man, like, it's a lot of things going on out here in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the, I'm from, I'm in the band, so we had a lot of recruiting out here. So, what, what high school you come from, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I hit the Carters, the Kimball, the Skyline. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, let us know what who you who you claim. Oh uh, man, the Skyline, you man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's it, Dallas Skyline. That's where where I was. You know, kind of brought into this real like you know football where you know if you can go to college you can easily get a free education if you just handle your business that's the first thing i remember like coach Sapp was telling me i'm playing basketball at an au tournament and he's sitting on the bench like hey man you know your sport really football i'm like i'm scoring 20 points a game like what no 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 basketball you know what i'm saying but when i got there and seen like the impact it is like on the whole city the community like when you win it you know what I'm saying? It's just different, bro. It's just different. And up there at that time when I got there as a freshman, we had a lot of guys that was all Americans. It was already the stage was set. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was, you know, the, the mentality was already there. Like, all you do is come in and beat her. It was just wrong. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was crazy, man. Crazy experience. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, before we get right to this interview, man, like if I view, if y'all got any questions, drop them things going. We got Skyline D, Skyline U, Grandma's own, you know what I'm saying? Devontae Kincaid, Coach K. So, you know, nothing talking about, you know, you're bringing up the, uh, the Skyline U, you know? So what was your, 
high school recruitment experience like? You know, you spoke highly on the program, and you know, you gave us a tidbit on how it seemed like they converted you from one sport over. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I played I played both sports in high school. Um, I continued on, but the the deal with it was a big it was a big problem for us. Um, I was trying to hoop when everybody was supposed to be in the room lifting, you know, football. But I didn't understand what he was doing. Like, I didn't know he was trying to get me stronger and get me ready for the next season. I didn't really know that. I didn't understand. I just felt like he – I thought he was trying to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of used to try to go against him. I played basketball. So, like, I kind of got recruited for both sports. So it was more football. Like, after my sophomore year, I played on Washington as a sophomore. It was it – was I'm through for like 1,600 yards. You know, only rushed for like 400. Only went to like the second round, and we lost to DeSoto. You know what I'm saying? But you know, after that, when we got to my junior year, it, it just started really rolling. I won the lead 11. Then summer going into my junior year, man, and like after that, it took our coaches start really coming to see if I really could throw, like, or was that day I just had a good day? Like, you know, I was short. I was fast. I could run. So, when they see me today at the league level, beat people like Jared Goff, Kyler, a lot of those guys, uh, Joshua Dobbs, all those guys that play in the league right now, like, like it wasn't close. The competition is on YouTube. Like, it wasn't even close, you know what I'm saying? But after that, it took off, man. Like, Skyline was already uh, was a powerhouse, you know what I'm saying? We already had, like, 20-plus D1s on the team. So when I got there, all I like to do is just show that I could perform and be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And be a general out there. And it's just, it's just all running. Like, it went from four offers. You know, my first one was Kansas State. I never get. They came to see me. Like, they told me if I operate from, if I do good in 7 on 7 and team, like I throw on air, I got off. I mean, I went 100%. I didn't Whoa. miss a pass that day. I never get out of miss a pass. Like, I got my friends can vouch for my receiver. Man, Rashad Sam was at, at SMU coaching right now. He can vouch for me. Like, I miss a pass, you know. So, you know, after that, I kind of just build it from there, you know? Wow. Man. Hey, not many have had a, uh, you know, experience like that, man. Like, that's pretty cool experience. Like, so, you know, but what was the most memorable, like, out of all of that, what was, like, that thing that, you know, what was your most memorable, like, high school recruiting experience? Because you said you had the Kansas, you had all these, all these different high school, I mean, colleges coming to see you, like, 707 talking to you, like, man, that sounds like, a, you know, what was, what stuck out about that? Um, It was, Man, it was kind of overwhelming at first because I didn't really know how to handle it because it was like coming like back to back. So, so just the the main one was when I went to Ole Miss on my visit. It was a official visit, and um, you know I get down there, with my mom, you know they rode red carpet out for us, you know, like like food everywhere. Even fans know your name. Uh, you, you walking down, the, you walk like to the gas station or something, coming from the field, everybody screaming your name like driving in cars, blowing their horn at you. Pulling over, buying food, um, taking care of your mom, like, like, bro. I promise you, I didn't spend a dime going out there, man. People took care of it. They either cooked for us, you know what I'm saying, or we went to a restaurant and we paid them like twenty dollars to eat a buffet. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and it's crazy because like they said was if we, long as we make sure we pay our dues, it's fine. Like we can eat, you know, all we can eat, whatever. You know, it was like buffet style everywhere we went. So, I mean, basically, it was shut down for the recruits. So I guess it was the recruitment. It was the you know it was the top players I had in the corn trail where I had uh, Kim Dichie, Quincy out of Budget, T.D. Hill. I had a lot of big time players as well. Like I was the number twelve quarterback. But these guys, like I'm number twelve in the country. They number one, number two. You know what I'm saying? So they treatment was way more like ten, but I'm right there with them. So it was like 
I was number one in the country too. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Hey, that's how I have to look. If I look, if I see a VIP, I'm rocking with. Him. Like, look, I'm in there with them too. Nah, you know? I'm in there. I'm in there. So I'm with that. Okay, okay, man. I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that's a fire experience going on at Skyline. So, like, no cap. So, you know, you already mentioned it earlier. Like, you know, so what? Uh, you mentioned that you were successful in basketball as well. You know what I'm saying? So, what? 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 I gotta, I gotta ask this. What made you give up basketball? When I went to LSU, it was I was in the eighth grade. Who got me to Skyline? I was it was in the summertime, and bro, let me tell you, what's my recruitment started in middle school. Like, what? I was in middle school in Oak Cliff, OW home, right? And then on the intercom, Devontae Kincaid comes to office. I come to the office. It's coaches, high school coaches, like the top high schools at that time. You know what I'm saying? But Skyline was the one that came consistently like to my game. They came to my I won city, I won the city championship twice, seventh grade, eighth grade, right? So it's right. like basically they watch me, they watched me from my seventh grade year, my eighth grade year. They watched me get better equipment, right? And came and recruited me. But Coach Ambles, me and you know, his son real close too as well. So we play basketball against each other all the time in AAU. So that's how I mean, it sounds more at them tournaments. He had the games he's sitting every time. I'm warming up. Hey, boy, you make sure you come to Skyline. <laughs> like, nah, real time. Like, he all the time. Like, I'll never forget. He's just so late. He's all the time. He's like, he sound like a, bad, like a little bad girlfriend or something. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Real talk, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy. Man. I man, it was crazy. I'll be telling my youngsters all the time. Like, a lot of I went through, I try to just. Give them and say, like, if I had a redo, everything I would try to do perfect, I try to get my kids to do. So I press them a lot. Like, all the kids I try pressing a lot, you know, and I'm real passionate about what I do. So if you see me coach, you think I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I really be into it. You know what I mean? Real talk. That's how I got to be. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what separates people, you know, for like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? In any industry, it's the passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the passion, you know, and we've seen it. I've seen that, you know, you got a passion for the sport, for people, and especially for the youth, man. So, like, and, you know, my thing is, I'm in the band, I keep saying, my thing is trombone. So, you know, if I see your kid, if I see another kid, I'm going to teach them how to play the trombone. That was my thing. So, you know, but, like, what was your, what made you want to play the quarterback? Uh, I'm five years old, man. I ain't going to lie. Like, um, I never really wanted to play another position. I always looked at as a disrespect to me for how much work I put in behind a position. You know, like a lot of people told me when I was coming out of the draft, you should you should try to receive. Like, no, like I want to play quarterback. Like, why would I go play receiver? And no, I ain't passionate about it. I ain't never did it. And bank on that. Like I was the bank on getting a free agent deal at quarterback and then showing them I can throw and I can pick up on the terminology or whatever they their case may be and get signed that way. You know, so I'd rather get it through the mud than just get a handout and just get a, you know, a deal where they probably could cut me in time. I probably could have been a camp by, you know what I mean? Right, right, but, right. You know, like, I love, like, I love the way the, the you know, the basically the quarterback position, you, you're a general, you know what I'm saying, at all times. Like, no matter what you're doing, no matter, you can't turn it off or turn it on. Like, you got to be in this something that I, like, I fell in love with in high school, you know, being being the leader of the team, you know, um, 
motivate my guys. The guy, the, the weakest dude on the team, we we stronger than the weakest. I would believe that. Like, so it'll be the weakest dude on the team. He can't catch. I stay with him after practice and throw with him. Wow. And he try to catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's real. That's, that's real good. Like you know, what I'm saying, but you know, coming being a quarterback, especially being a black quarterback, coming with a lot of controversy, coming with a lot of you know the big stigma. You know what I'm saying? Can't keep up with the other type of quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, all of these you know can't keep up with quarterbacks that's outside of you know the swag, outside of you know what you do. You know, so how did you how did you beat the norm and not let that impact what you do? Um, just using it to you know fuel the fire, basically. So I'm like. And they saying like in high school, I, I never took my whole crew to college. I never heard a coach ask me to play another position because I could throw the ball with the best of them, right? Right. So like the college, and then it's like I'm getting ready for the pros, and now they some teams ask us to change position. Some teams saying they gonna give me a shot, but in my eyes, okay, I'm like, well, if I've been working this hard, I know the work I've been putting in. So I'm not gonna go against the grain with myself. I'm gonna bet on myself before I take change with somebody else. Then. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's just it's different, man. Like I really never focused on you know the niggas. I'm always the type of person like I tell my kids like try to take negative to a positive, right? So if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm walking down the street, somebody bumped me. You know what I'm saying? He bumped me, right? I'm gonna tell him excuse me, but I know he bumped me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna tell him excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. I'm gonna tell him first. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like and I feel like that that took me a long way. Really just. Like out negative man, and just flipping it and looking at it as, you know, fuel to the fire, man. So it was, it was easy. Hey, definitely, ignore that. You've been using that, man. Like for real, definitely been using that to uh, fuel your fire, like man, because you know you've had a very, you know, a very good quarterback career, like you know from middle school it seemed like. But you know, about to take a quick break, and we be back with more of the interview with Devontae Kincaid, man. Y'all stay tuned. What's good with the people? It's Montreal McNeander, NFL linebacker for the Cleveland Browns and Gremlin alumni. I had to come through today. Give a special shout out to my dudes over at STWF Media, the big brand, where you can talk sports with the other NFL players, uh, fans, and their Facebook community. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go get them boys a shout out. Go 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 check out their page. And I promise you, man, you're gonna you're gonna love everything that you hear and enjoy. Just like that, we are back with more of Devontae Kincaid, man. Like, this dude, Lonzo Leroy, hanging out with me is Devontae Kincaid. And we're about to get right into the – like, we're about to start getting to the middle of this interview, man, because, you know, my biggest thing, you know, people don't know, I'm a Grammy alumni. So, Ben saved me. You know, so, you know, you got a very good, um, very interesting, you know, football – Football recruiting experience similar to my band experience, but I want to know is how you became a G man. Man, so look, <laughs> it was a crazy situation, right? So just say, uh, um, at Ole Miss, right? In 2015, at um, and it was the last game, it was bowl game, and we played the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma State. So I broke my foot because the day before the game, I'm running the stadium. I'm the New Orleans Saints down. I'm running the stadium, right? After practice, when I come down, my, my foot good, right? The next day, January the 1st, warm up, I stepped the throw, boom, broke my foot. It's like, everybody, bro, man, ain't nothing wrong with you, man. You, you ain't get here. I'm like, man, I really, I, I can't walk. Like, 
every time I fight, like it was nails going in my foot. So I broke, I broke my metal, metal torso, something like this. It's like the left side of like your pinky toe, that whole left <laughs> side, I broke the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> so, man, I think, I'm like, man, I'm finna. I just entered basically the transfer portal at that time. But we didn't have a portal. I just announced I'm transferring. So I opened my recruitment, right? So I had like, I had AM, UF East for show, Kansas State, and I think it was uh, University of Arizona. It was in four. It was no swag school, right? Like, Gremlin was hitting me up, though, like the whole time. Like, they were always contacting me, like, real time. Like, it was crazy. But it was on social media. So I never really paid attention to it because I didn't know about swag schools growing up. Like I didn't know about HBCUs. I didn't know about none of that. So what? You know, yeah, bro. So basically when I got when I broke my foot, you know, all them schools left. Every big school, like, they was like, man, you got two years left, your foot broke. So if you do come, if they don't sign off on your papers, you don't get two years, you get one year and you already hurt. So then you're gonna go, we gonna hate for one year. A lot of them schools didn't want to do that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So those fives them like was like it don't matter like like they came to my house when they came to my house that day in suits like men in black i'm talking about five <laughs> vans you hear me in my driveway i'm like they in the middle of oak cliff you know what i'm saying driving <laughs> say man say bro i promise you i promise when they came in the house, i already i told my mom i had a whole i had just had surgery Cause right after the game, oh, Miss Turner, they they hit me out. They really played for all that, you know what I'm saying? Even though I was training, wow. they still blessed me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm, th- I thank God, but my mama raised me right, cause I never like treated them no type of way, never disrespected them. So they treated me with love when I left. It wasn't no bad blood when I transferred. You, well, you talking about old Miss? Yeah. So when I got the, um, you gotta tell you got to old Miss too now. But I'm I'm listening. I got you. I got you. No doubt. But like. Okay, so boom, I'm talking to Coach Five. I talked to Coach Dooley. I asked Coach Dooley the first thing I asked him. I said, "What type of offensive coordinator you are?" He said, "I'm the first guy. Like, um, I throw the ball to run the ball." So he started showing me videos of receivers. So he showing me Chad. He showing me Verlin. He showing me uh, Dominique Leak. All these guys are they fast? Like, I'm like, oh, this is this supposed to be a small school, but they got they really got some people that can go. And he was like, "I see it just left." He was like, "I see it just left." So. So I was like, okay, so y'all don't have no start right now. No sir. I said, okay, a bit. I got an offer. It's like, yeah, you got a full ride. I said, welcome. Well, there ain't nothing else to talk about. Like at that point, like I said, I just want to play football. Like, I just want to play football. I didn't even. I was going to visit the PV, all them schools in the sweat. I didn't go to none of them. Alcorn was hitting me up when I was in Mississippi. They was hitting me up. I didn't even. You know, what I'm saying? I didn't take no visits. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I take no visits. I recommitted Grandin based off of. Coach five and them word, you know what I'm saying? And the history, like I seen with quarterbacks with Doug Williams and them. So I was like, I just want to be a part of that legacy. Like I felt like if I would had four years, I told Coach Bruce, I would I would I would have told his his record out the bottom. Like I'll tell about time. We'll never know, but if I would have <laughs> had four years, I would I would have maxed it out. Cause I was Wait, baby, you know like, you uh you know you bleeped in a little bit. Did I hear you say if you'd have four years, you just took Bruce Eugene's uh record? I would have took my big homie, my OG, and I would have washed it out the water, man. You hear me? Oh, hey, Paso. Hey, he gonna see this. He gonna see this. That's my dude. Uh, 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 he interviewed him. He know this thing, and he confident to say nobody can yeah. break it. 
even you. Yeah, so I seen that, man. I seen that. <laughs> so we're gonna have to uh see what's up with that, man. But wow, you know, it's crazy because everyone that we've interviewed um from that played for Grambling always talk about Coach Five. Like it is crazy because you know, my first year at Grambling, I was playing in the band and I was playing at um Eddie Rob's last season. You know, so that's when the transition was coming. Then I played there with uh, Doug Williams, and then Coach Five was there. So it was kind of cool just seeing the transition and just seeing how he became this. Is pretty seemed like a pretty cool coach. Yeah, yeah. I really I took all this stuff, bro. Every everything I learned from him. I mean, like the whole two years I was at Grambling, him, Daddy Fives, right, and Coach Dooley. I took everything that they taught me, and I just gave it like a a more of a like, you know. This generation version for little kids, cause I gotta like, you know, simplify it for them. You know what I'm saying? Cause they don't really understand when they tell you how to fight adversity or great pain brings you like great success. Like you doing push and you doing ten, and them ten don't hurt no more. Like if you keep doing ten every day, you are gonna stay the same. You, you might right. get cut up a little bit, but you're gonna stay the same. But once you go to twenty and thirty, and you see you can do thirty, now you see you, you, the progression. You'll see the difference in your body. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And that's how I look at his life and for us, just the coaching point, man. Like, he really, Michael's five different, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really can get through, like, without screaming. You know what I'm saying? Wow. He can talk to you and really get through you without screaming. So, well, I know he's he not. He's going he to hold you to a high level. Like, some games, some little pop water games, and old clever, and them coaches be, ah! But you know what I'm saying? You come like, man, you just taking me aback with not knowing about, you know, HBCU schools and everything. But, you know, that just shows about how, you know, we are left out, you know, in big recruiting. So you come in, you know, you went to SEC school because, hey, shout out to everyone. Just want to put this out there. SEC is the best conference. Uh, alongside the swag, <laughs> but you come and got this experience, you know, with these swag schools, playing with these bigger guys, um, playing faster game, and you come in, you know, making that transition to, uh, let's say, maybe a slower game, a slower pace game. So how was that transition? Did you, you know, was it a big transition, a big gap, a big skill set? Like, how did you feel? Because I would have felt like the man coming through, coming from the SEC Ole Miss, coming to, you know, Grand. But see, like I say, I didn't really, I didn't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't know really the big difference until I got the grand. Like, I didn't notice about all the, like, history and has been you know, the, the the resources and alumni. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything was, like, okay, put like this, like, it's like you go into the White House. It's been, like, for a year. I mean, well, you stay there for a year or whatever, right? And then the next year, you go to, like, um, I would say like not not the projects, but some nice townhomes where you know the middle age kids, same parents, right. and, you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't bad, but y'all good, you know what I'm saying? But over here, right. you, you eating big steaks in front of your face. Like when you get out of practice, you go right into the grill, you know, and you you ain't even eating with the regular kids in the stool. You it's a whole cafeteria for athletes, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Because, see, I mean, I'm not... And Ole Miss, you know what I'm saying, you know, 
I'm from Grammy, so you eating at the calf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You some yeah, bad potatoes, some beef loaf. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, you know, sure. I, I, I see what you're saying. So, you know, you can see the drop off, but it still doesn't mean that it's not good talent. You know what I'm saying? It's still not competitive. So, well, man, I ain't gonna lie now for the the front people, like the, the trenches, that's the mm -hmm. big, that's the big gap now. Like, like, like I tell you, like, that's like Clemmy, right? Imagine, imagine Clowney playing at Mississippi Valley. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You know what I'm you saying? Know. Like real talk, or Arizona playing at Grammy. Like that's that was the difference. Like the skill guys, they don't be too far off. They still fast and no stuff. You know what I'm saying? They still got some game. Like the trenches is really the biggest difference to me. You know what I'm saying? For me going to the SEC down, like at Ole Miss, it's like. So you get the ball, you drop back one, two, they coming. Like, and you feel the pressure because they pushing people back into you. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, boy, I, they they bigger, they hit harder. Hey, it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You got big boys running four fives. You know what I'm saying? You have a few of them at swag school. You have multiple, like, backups that can do that. To be true. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, they, right. I don't know. It's just how it is. The resource, like, who don't want to play, you know, ESPN and Getting sixteen, twenty-two hundred dollars just for your stipend. You know what I'm saying? You got a whole lot of grocery cards and stuff. You got a whole lot of uh, I think they call vouchers and stuff for food places. You know what I'm saying? It's just they was. It's just fortunate that yeah. and I, and I wish it was like that in the swag. Like I wish I'd have came to Graham and it was, you know, like that. But that's what made me realize, like, like without that, the people at Grambling make up for all that. So everything. The culture right there, like everything I went through when I went there and I seen like the big difference from band. Like, come on, I know how to jump to the band in big school. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, man. Nobody listen to the bands, bro. Come on, bro. Nobody listen to the bands, fam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, man. I'm in a 4-8 show. I'm in a 4-8 show. Nah, Square Benjamin. Nah, you can tell your band director, like, to play. You know, play Nick, play the play the play the champ, play the GSU champ. <laughs> nah, come on, bro. I'm I'm teed up out there, bro. I'm jumping around. I'm the only one out there by the band, bro. The whole what? team be up there warming up. I'm by the band. They coming out the locker room. I'm already done. I'm by the band getting ready to play the game. You hear me for real? Yeah. Like, turn it up. It was turn Facts. It was like, you know, one thing I did notice because um, in the band we had an opportunity to play, I think, in Alabama at Birmingham at the Senior Bowl. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, my crap, you know, I forgot what my crap here. Yeah. I was like, man, them dudes are huge. You know what I'm saying? Those linemen, those guys. And I was like, man, they were like, cop. I was like, you know, kind of crazy to see them dudes being so big over our guys. So, you know, that makes sense. You know, that actually makes sense. But, man, that's, that's kind of cool. So, I'm going to throw this quick question there. So, you know, now, you know, Laws have been changed about college kids can actually, you know, get some money for their likeness. What do you think about that? Now, I feel like that's dope because that would made up for all the stuff that we wasn't getting for us, the resources side <laughs> from a big school. You see what I'm saying? You can sell your right. jersey. You can sell autographs. You can sell flaws. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I always thought that would be dope. You know what I'm saying? You could, because, I mean, if the school, right, if, you, if you're the person, or your team, it's it's like a slave you guys that's bringing like fans or y'all putting on the show every week. Mm -hmm. You don't get no benefit from it. So most people say what? 
um, the scholarship is enough, right? Right. But, I mean, y'all getting money from it while we can't get something. Like, it ain't got to be everything. Hey. Why can't be a little? Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like because we played, you know what I'm saying? We had a parade, you know, had a whole little um, thing. We played for the Seattle Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? We got nothing. We, you know, we just dancing around. We got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Now, well, I'm at, you know, because I've been part around this thing, you know, because in certain, well, let me say this, in college towns, there's like more college superstars than there are NFL athletes. Like, for instance, you know, Tim Tebow, you know, no one bigger than Tim Tebow when he was in Florida, in Florida. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. with them getting money, will you see a drop off with the endorsements in NFL players that's not the actual stars? Uh, I don't think so, bro. I, I don't really think it's going to interfere, man. You know, that money long, bro. They got a lot of athletes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think so. I don't really think it's going to play a fact in it because they, like I said, bro, they bred. Hey, it's infinity, <laughs> man. Some way I don't know how, but it's infinity. You know what I'm saying? Fact. Fact. going to sell themselves for sure. Fact. So, I mean, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you've been working out, you've been doing a lot of things, you know, you can run really uh, pretty fast. So, you know, what was your training schedule like? And, you know, do you, do you practice every day? Like, how was that? You know, when you was in your prime, leading up to your prime, and even after your injury? Um, yeah, I mean, I train every day. I throw every day for sure. I really lift every day growing up, like in high school. But, like, once I got to college, that's when I started. You know, realize that a lot of stuff that's in the weight room gonna transfer to the field. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of people right now, like, um, I got a CFL workout coming up soon, and um, I just came from a spring week. Like, it was like around, uh, I think it was May, or a little bit like after May and June. It was between that time, I was down there in the spring league, but um, Ryan Allen was the was the quarterback already, so I came late. So I was trying to like catch up. And, you know, it was only six weeks old. You know, for sure, I know I can play it in that next year. But the only reason I tell people, like, um, I'm coaching and playing because I'm only 26. I still can run. I still can throw. I can drop off it. I just got strong and smart in my body, not beat up. So I'm really just waiting on that breakthrough for that opportunity. It didn't get closer every year. It started in the arena. You know what I'm saying? Then it went to the CFL. And I went to XFL. You know what I'm saying? COVID hit, that's what stopped my process. I was in the XFL and COVID hit. Boom, they got the whole league. So that was an opportunity to be showcased. No cap. You was one of the reasons you and uh, Carter, Montrez Carter, was one of the reasons that I became a season ticket holder for the Dallas Renegades and actually a supporter of the XFL. You know, because I wanted to see those shows. I wanted to see people playing for the love of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to see that. So, and I followed the story on that, man. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, all right, so, you know, I had recently seen, you know, you drawing with the GOAT, the wide receiver GOAT himself. You know what I'm saying? Hands down, that is Jerry Rice. So, you know, you had resources. You know, you had a lot of opportunities that a lot of people didn't because, man, I'm telling you, coming from New Orleans, we had no no recruit for sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I came here, I had my uh, son, we were playing for um, Redbird Raiders. And they were talking about how Deion Sanders was coming out there, you know, for the practice and everything, checking uh, checking out the kids. And I'm like, wait, Deion Sanders recruiting at, you know what I'm saying, a pop one, man, it's crazy. So I was, you know, yeah. it was unbelievable how, you know, people just came and recruited here. So I'm going to ask you this. What was one of the sports icon that had the most influence on you? 
Growing up first. We want, you know, we want to know you coming up and then once you got older. Uh, coming up is uh, Peyton Manning. Like, I grew up watching Peyton Manning. Uh, I grew up watching Peyton Vic. So Vic had the ability that I want for running. Peyton had the, the brain, you know, and the the impact of the, the coach on the field, you know. So my whole life, all I've been trying to master is being Peyton Vic at one time. Being a fishing passer, thinking, leader, and then when the, when it's time to take a run, I'm lethal as well. You know what I'm saying? So, them two really would inspire. I mean, Ray Lewis, man, you know, Ray Lewis on the defensive side, but just his his man, his line, hearty mentality. That I love it. You know what I'm saying? I try to I try to instill it to all my kids. Like, cause if you have mentality, it'll be hard to knock you off. Like, it's gonna be hard to catch you, see you in the slump, anywhere, no matter what situation you in, life, football, whatever. If you can get that mentality, regardless, the life never keep you down. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. All right, all right. Well, you know, when, when growing up, I always wanted to be the uh, goat himself. So that was kind of that was pretty cool seeing you uh, pitching and throwing with, uh, you know, with the goat himself. But what was your childhood football moment? You know, like in band, you know, my main instrument was the trombone. So I had taught myself in the backyard. I teach myself playing the trombone. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And the dog, uh, they playing my background. But that was when... I was like, man, I can play this. That was my moment to be a musician. So what was your childhood football moment? You know, when you knew that this was your thing? Um, I would say I, it was a little league game, right? So my whole little league, whole time from six and up, well, from five, because I played up a year. I played, when I was five, I played, you know, six you twice. So from oh, six wow. and all the way to about uh, um, eight and under. So when I got to eight and under, this is not what I realized. Like, so the, Whole time from six to eight, I couldn't throw. Like I, I'll never forget. Like my mama got videos, like on a VCR. Like she put it to the TV and show my videos. Like I can't, I'm missing, right? So I started crying. My granddad come out there and was like, he was like, wipe your face. Like the only reason I can say this because it's really on on VCR, right? So he said, uh, wipe. He was like, wipe your face, good. Like reason you miss, are you to keep working on it, right? So I'm, right. He could, I'm trying to throw it in the uh, in this bucket. It was like a little bucket. He made a bucket for me to play. It was like a little basket. So basically, it was a laundry basket. You know what I'm saying? He put the hole in the bottom of the laundry basket. So that was well, the target. But I'm following. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, this thing, I'm hitting. As soon as he come out there, I start hitting. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I read this. And, and, and I feel like at that time, that's what really, I'm like, I, I stuck with quarterback forever. I never, I played quarterback and safety. When I was in middle school, that's when they stopped letting me play safety. But the reason they play safety a lot of I know, like, if I throw an inception, if I get hit hard and hit me late, when I get on defense, somebody finna get it every time. <laughs> like, real time. I was that, like, I was, I was that type of kid, like, growing up, like, okay, I had a bad angle issue, so I'm, I'm gonna make sure I play safe. We played one how the whole game I was in. I never was back with another person. They just let me wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was trying to make a play. I already knew, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of, you know, I kind of had something going up. I had a lot of older guys that was playing that used to, you know, help me out of time. So, right. if they help as well, you know what I'm saying, that, that push me to say to man, like, you know, I feel like getting better as a dick, that work is, a, is addictive, you know what I'm saying? You see the work and then you play, you see the work you put in it really come to show, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to get away from that. Wow. Wow. 
Man, he got some stories, man. I'm telling you, look, yeah, hey, five yeah. years, man, y'all definitely, you know, stay right there. We're going to pay these quick bills, man. They piling up. But we're going to be back with more of our interview with Devontae Kincaid. What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk. Sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man. Go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Ho, who that nation, baby? For you Dallas Cowboy fan, look at this, you do lounge here. Leave going. Don't say the leave going without the junior kicking it with my guy, Devontae Kincaid, man. Uh, Dallas is on, and of course, I got my guy, Coach Lee, the part of the crime, man. But we're about to jump right into it. You know what I'm saying? Look, I got to know, because I'm going to tell you this, right? When I was at Grambling, before the game, I used to get my little, I used to, you know, I used to have my little thing. I used to get into I used to uh, listen to Hot Boys. You know what I'm saying? The block is hot. The block is hot. You get crunk. You know what I'm saying? So what was your pregame routine or your superstition, like, for a big game or something? What do, what do you do? Um, man. Every day, right? Well, I just say I get prepared the day before because they used to always say forty hours. They used to do forty hours, like whatever you do, you know, forty hours before the game is gonna fix. So uh, that Friday, well, that Thursday, I'm already getting ready, right? So I'm watching, like I watch tons of film, you know what I'm saying? Like with my friends, my teammates, I get them in the body and like. They don't even understand. They don't know where we going. I was like, man, right with me. You know what I'm saying? I drive over there to Rustin Park. It was a park in Rustin. We just drive to the park. People be out there playing basketball. Hey, hold on. I got to think I, stuff. I, I used to live in Rustin. I was a local. So we used to call it, you know, the road used to call themselves the Rustin Road. They still had them out there when you were there? Nah, man. I, I ain't heard about them when I was there. I ain't heard about <laughs> the road, man. Nah, man. Nah, nah. See, I wouldn't even really run that type of crap. I was always running guys. Like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, oh, wait, what kind of crowd I'm being around, man? I ain't seen man. I ain't never seen them rollers, man. You know what I'm saying? I stay out the way I did see them, man. Let them boys, I let them boys, man. <laughs> Gotta stay in. Hey, it seemed like you stayed from off the east side of uh, Rusty, man. But go, carry on. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, bro, like, um, you know, that Thursday, I always went to Domino's. I go to Domino's every time, bro. And I don't know why. I just used to get small pieces, small meat lovers. And Domino's knew, like, after the way I started knowing I was the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But at first, I didn't know. They used to wonder why I always come up and get a smile on Thursday every time. Like that. I don't eat, like, one piece. Like, every time. I just get one piece, right? But then Friday, I don't eat nothing. Nothing. Bro. What? Bro. I just listen to straight music, drink water, eat fruit. And then that morning, I'm snatched. Four in the morning, I'm getting up at four in the morning. I'm gonna watch him again. I'm gonna go over the play sheet. I'm gonna go over all the five of five in the mic on third downs. I'm gonna go over situations, uh, two minute drill. I'm doing all this to make sure when we get on the field, my coaches like can trust me. They see me in the breaks. I'm talking to coach, know my quarterback coach. I'm gonna make sure he know I'm good with the game plan. You know what I'm saying? I never wanted to go into the game shaky or nervous or not sure what they're gonna be playing. You know, so I watch. So much film, I already know what type of play I'm going against. What's his tendency? What are you gonna do? You know, in some wow. situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, it wow. had something about this ride with me, bro. Like, like uh, a couple of running backs, uh, receivers, they used to get up early. You know, they'd come to my room, and we just go to the game playing our 10 them little signals. We used to just have our own little signal. Coach right. didn't even know, you know what I'm saying? But all that came from in the extra time in the morning before breakfast, you know? So, I mean, you know, once again, because, I, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm an HBCU guy, you know, and with uh, Grambling, and I'm from New Orleans, so the only game we wanted to win, we wanted the football team to win, man. Like, y'all could have lost all the games throughout the year, man. Only one game we wanted y'all to win was a Bayou Classic. That was to whoop Southern tail, man. So, I'm bringing this up to ask you this. Did you ever, did you ever feel the gravity of that? You know, because you beat Southern a couple times. Uh, when you walk in the stadium, kind of like when, when it's going to kick off, that's kind of when I got to like, whoa, this more like oh Miss. Now this game, like, it's like oh Miss game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like, that turned me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go off. Like, oh, yeah, and we on TV. I'm going to go off. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? So, like, I used to tell my teammates, too, when we play Arizona, I told them the game. Before we played Arizona, I said, bro, I watched so much film on them. I know they don't try to blitz me because of the last week we played Virginia Lipper. I do that good. Cherry did good. The backup court did good. So I thought I was a fool because of the first game. Then I came out, I was 13 for 14, 20 yards, two tubs in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? And we, we up 21 love on there. 21 You know what I'm saying? Right. And, that, and that, I'm telling you, bro, it, that, that Arizona game and the body classic. Them two games was my most like games I never forget. Like I tell my grandkids, like boy, on this, I'm like, ooh, man, it was it was crazy. By you guys, it's an amazing experience, man, for real. It, it's lit. Like I forever go. Like soon as get the body, you can say back in New Orleans. I'm going. Like they said, any any people get tickets forever go forever. I'm gonna always go. Facts. So, you know, what was your uh, biggest swag rivalry? Man. <laughs> like, no like, like, no disrespect on swag, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I thought whoever's in my way, like, whoever's in, in the team way, my way, from winning, like, we really need it. Like we we respected every opponent, but we looked at it and like, nah, bro, there's no way we should lose this game. Like we put in too much work. We got we got too much talent. Like the only thing I would say was a rivalry. He like for the squad. Like I would say Alcorn because it was already that was the first team was people were telling me that I got there because they beat them to to go to uh, his celebration. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, or it was a uh, that was Southern. They lost at the goal line. It was Southern. They talking about Southern first, then they talking about Alcorn. So it was Southern first, and they had lost. So they had okay. They, second. they tried like a quarterback sneak, and they didn't get it. I remember that. Right, 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 right. Because I'm trying to remember the years, right? Because you said celebration, but I remember we went there, too. Right, right, right. So I'm like, you know, basically, bro, it was – you really – if I could go back and do it again, bro, when we played in, in – in, um, I would go and stand up on top of the – on top of the beach. Just stand up and do this right here, like, and just look around, like, cause I ain't really take like, I ain't really, you know what I'm saying, think nothing of it, cause my mind was always on just getting to the pros, just win, win, just get to the pro, make sure they know you a legit quarterback, like, right. you know what I'm saying. So I really take advantage of them sceneries, like, 
I remember I go to the videos all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. You didn't take That's why I asked you that because I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that's legacy, that's history, that's grambling, you know, in Southern, that's Louisiana history right there. You know, that's the stuff we care about, you know. So yeah, that's why I was like, they gotta, you know, and it, it, like experience those times. And you know, I'm gonna tell you, it was great watching you on the big screen because I was cussing like, yeah, in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You made me a happy man. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. So, what was your what's your highest and then lowest sports moment? Uh, my lowest sports moment when I lost the. Uh, the national championship. Uh, I say I lost because I feel like I could have did some stuff to avoid us being certain situations. Like really, like really, just saying, okay, he called this, but I'm gonna make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, not saying it's on the coaches. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not saying it's on the coaches, but I feel like if I would just went with my move, it probably would have been a different outcome. But right. You know, sometimes when you're a player, I man, you try to, you try to, you know. Please, you cost so much, but you know what I'm saying? You do much sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So we had an off game that, you know what I'm saying? That whole game, it was off game. Like, we had a lot of calls that didn't go our way, that supposed went our way, but, you know, we had to just keep playing, bro. Like, it was tough. That was, I felt like that was the worst feeling I ever had. Like, wow. getting out of that national championship for a second time and don't win. I feel like that would put icing on the cake for my career, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, but it didn't happen, so, like, that was for sure my lowest point, but my highest was coming back from an injury, a season, a career-ending injury. I was supposed to play football. Oh. We and Durant the same injury. We did not supposed to come back and play sports, and we both doing the same thing. Once they told me Durant was still doing, I'm like, oh yeah, it's possible. But they told me it's on. In New Orleans Saints, down January first, I will never play football again. You have a season injury on your left foot. Like it's gonna be hard for you to come back and play in a year. I, mean, I only got two years left. I'm like, man. Oh. You know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm like, oh, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know what to do. So, hey, Graham, I'm telling you. Like, I was up there, man. Miss V, she hit me a lot. She put me the people in Rustin. They hit me a lot. We had me. And, you know, my teammates, they pushed me. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was hurt, I was out there in the boot. It's cold. It's cold in that hole down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's cold down there. It's ice. I'm walking down there. I just be out of the team. Like, no, no, they out there with long sleeves on. I'm out there with shorts, t shirt, not even knowing it's cold and green. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, man, not snotty nose, you know, but, but that was for sure my highest point in winning the national championship. Like, going, going almost undefeated. Like, I felt like if I wouldn't have got hurt in the game, we we're going to put 40 points, bro. Like, we didn't have a lot of money like, against them. Like, we was scoring on regular, like, our plays that we just work every day. We just, you know what I'm saying? It was just on point. Wow. So, that's for sure. That was the best moment I ever had. Being in Arizona, they just shut up. Like, the whole crowd shut up. Like, Freddie, they was super loud. And we going 14 0. Even the crowd telling me, don't even go back in the game. Like, you good. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go back. Because, right. like, now you got a whole season to play. Got to win. You know, you're trying to get this natty. Like, you don't want to risk your body this game and you got to get to the natty. And I'm like, I have to understand that. You have to respect that. And it did play out the way it did. It did. <laughs> Fact, man. I'm gonna tell you, I say, you like your um, seeing your time out there on the field reminded me of the time Apostle was playing too, man. It was great. It was a great team, like great to watch. Had some good talent. Y'all made that talent. Y'all made that uh, machine operate, man. It was very good to watch. 
you know. Um, but I'm actually there. So, you know, e much back then, you know, I'm a cash money over no limit guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Latouche and baby. So what's your favorite music? What's your favorite music genre? And then who's your favorite artist? Uh, Don't be sad. It's cool to say Kurt Franklin. But we all want no, 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 Soul music, for soul instrumentals, I'm watching, you know, film, going over the place. And now I'm going to go to the R&B song. I got a couple of songs, you know, like it's just old school R&B just because it just, you know, it calms me down, you know what I'm saying? So, right. but when I get on a bus, right, and say we're playing at home and we coming from Monroe, once I see it's an 81, it's future loud in my earphones. It's going to hang <laughs> Like I'm bouncing off the walls, real talk. Like coach didn't say nothing. Like, I used to get up on the bus, like take everybody here for like, man, say, man, come on, let's go. You know what time it is? We we been running up well on the field. I don't care who out there. If we get the point us, we gonna get us. We take us, we gonna we gonna put points up. You know what the defense gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So it was a great time, bro. It was it was crazy, man. I, I'm I'm so glad like I experienced that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I went went to remember. That. I'm you, a lot of people would be like, well, what about you? You know, poor world, if you would stay at Ole Miss, you probably would have went to the league for just playing one year. I'm like, all right, but this is what God wanted me to go to, to see. I feel like, see if I really love the game. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm still getting opportunities. You know what I'm saying? People call like, give me opportunity, give me workout. So I'm like, I'm not out of it. You know what I'm saying? I still got a chance. You know what I mean? I get called two weeks to the NFL team. Then what? You know? So I just gotta stay ready just in case. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to not be ready if they call me. That's what I want them. Right, right. You gonna get you, got, you know what I'm saying? You gotta put the work in. You know, you do, you're gonna get it done, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, man. Like, so before we get up out of here, man, you know, I gotta uh coach Lee wanna ask some questions, but you know, I wanna ask, you know, what was your HBCU moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna tell you, my biggest thing was just hanging out at the union, you know what I'm saying? Hanging out at the you know, like hey, that was my hey, thing. Like, you can catch me <laughs> on the yard, man, on the yard. Like, what was your thing? Some, you know, some people hung in the dome, hung. You know what I'm saying? Like off campus. So, you know, what was your thing? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was cool with all the in the cab. I was cool with all the cooks. Like, <laughs> I, I always like bro, I used to go in there, Miss Kilgore. I promise you, I promise you, the guy, bro. Miss Kilgore can tell you like, King K gonna come in there, Miss Kilgore too. <laughs> At the class, like, say, like, we ain't got, we got a little break period for two hours. We're going to holler, let's keep going to kick it with for about an hour. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm see my guy, when they get out of class, we're going straight to the other hangout. That, that was move, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just like being around them old souls, too, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. It's a lot of knowledge coming from them people. So they always gave me something I leave every time I was around them. So that's what they be doing that same routine. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't get to hang out a lot because we had study hall. Then you know, right. we got filmed and a lot of my friends, all we did was hang out and watch film and to real man. Like that ain't okay, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Now I'm telling you this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, before I get coached, it's my you know, my my little, you know, I'm coming, I'm saying something. You know, like I'm gonna ask you this, you know, what was your um what was your instructor? You know, what was that 
instructor that made you like, man, this is cool at college. Because, you know, one thing about HBCU, the experience is, you know, they you're not just a number. They actually try and care. You know, my two instructors were uh, Dr. Ruby Higgins, you know, and uh, Neri Warner. You know, I had failed out of college like uh, three times. So you're not supposed to get back in there. You know what I'm saying? So them two went to bat for me and helped me get back in and actually graduated. You know, so shout out to them, man, you know, because if it wasn't for them, you know, I might have not, you know, become – you know, a college graduate. So what was your um, make a difference teacher? Um, man, it was my criminal justice teacher. My main teacher named Miss Um She always got grandma's crazy. She's from Mississippi. So she used to always, you know, mess with me like about uh, Mississippi State. You know, she always knew I went to old Miss, so mm-hmm. she just, I mean, I come to the classroom, like real time, I come to the classroom. I used to always sit in front because, you know, I felt like if I sat in the back, I know that was the serial thing to do. Like, I'm like, nah, I ain't even sitting in the back. Like, I'm just getting <laughs> running. So, you know what I'm saying? They see him leave trying. You know what I'm saying? So, she was the first lady to really, like, they get into psychology and go for, for us um, criminal justice. I was going to change. And she was like, you know, if you really like, you know, what you do, you like learning about dogs and you want, because I told one day I wanted to be, you know, a homicide detective, you know, go to the scenes and just try to figure that out, you know, kind of keep like, the CSI stuff, like, you know, get the murder cases and all, they get that together, with the wolf, you know, come out there with a big suit on, glasses right. on, walk out that thing. Hey, <laughs> man, like that on suit, man. Hey, you know, everything tell. You know, but. You know, but she was the lady, and, and I ain't gonna my two advisors, man. Miss Addie and uh, Miss Sykes. They was at Graham, they my advisors, man. They, when I came to Graham, man, a lot of my I was the camp. So I had to do a lot of stuff over at Graham. So I posted graduate when I first came to Graham in 2016. Because I, uh, I had like over 120 hours. You know, so I had a lot of So when I came here, I was stacked. So. But they didn't want to correct themselves, got me right. Graduated on time, 2018, got papers. Now I'm in psychology, made for just, I was, I was good, I was happy, man. Made my family proud, man. This is like, this is the epitome of our interview, what we look for, man, adversity, people that break the barriers, man. Like, man, double, double salute, uh, 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 First man, on your First journey, time. man. No cap, bro, for real. Coach Lee, you got anything for uh, KK before we get up out of here? I sure do. So... I heard you talking earlier. I had some technical difficulties, but neither here nor there. But you were talking about, um, you know, your experiences playing at the HBCU school. With the recent success that the HBCU schools have had, with Dion coming in and getting a lot of notoriety, what do you think is the next step that they can take to where they can get that top tier talent to start coming back to the HBCUs? I promise you, the only way it's not coming back if them them facilities the resources is just the same when you that now now you can now you talk when you going to a or uh, just say if i was a recruiter right now and somebody in mississippi valley come and then after he leave bama come in the does bama present to me gonna be 12 big old rings, right? you know what i'm saying and then he gonna offer all he gonna show all the other guys here in the league you know, which value, which swag school, but the, the numbers they have is like out of the wall. You know what I'm saying? Almost it's impossible for you not to make it a big school. You don't. The only way you can do it if you don't handle your business. If you perform to your grade and all that, you, you 
basically going, you know, you gonna have a legit shot, you know, work out, you get signed, you gonna get a deal, you gonna get drafted. But you come from a small school, recess, recess is not like that. A lot of NFL teams told me, you know, they don't really think the quarterbacks can really grasp that information like they want. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just started telling me something behind the scenes. Like, it's just, I talked about it, that was three years, two years ago. Like, they telling me before my pro day, hey, you, you want to, you know, you got to take open your mind, you know, open your mind and, you know, do whatever they ask. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I didn't really understand why they do that, but hey, it's like, you know, sometimes people writing their check, you got to do what they say. You know what I'm saying? So, crazy, okay. Man. And so you spent some time at I think it was um Ole Miss, correct? Say what time? You spent some time playing at Ole Miss as well. Yes. So, what was the biggest difference in talent, if there was any, going from you know the the opponents at Ole Miss versus your opponents at Grambling? Okay, so Ole Miss, the first two games, we're going to play somebody like a, a small, small school. Like, you know, they, they for sure ain't have no chance against us. You know what I'm saying? But you get at Grambling, we're going to go play the Giants. Like, we're going to go you know what I'm saying? We're going to play the bigger school. They're going to pay us for them to try to knock our heads in the dirt and get ready for the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing that's crazy. Like, they're going to pay you. You're going to pay your small school. No poor babies. Probably 150 pounds. They're going to bring us a monster. 300 pounds. He benched, he benched the whole weight room. He can squat six, 700 pounds, 800 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Against a lineman that's he played Braddock in 240, you know what I'm saying? But that's just that's how it be. I guess that's just the cycle it's been, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to turn down. It's hard to turn down that 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 red carpet at that big school. You know what I'm saying? I'm a product, I'm a product of it. Like, like if I would have went to Ole Miss and played, this would have happened to me. I would have had this story, you know what I'm saying? Never would happen. But that's why I feel like that's why I say I never regret. A guy, you know, my head, like this is what he wanted. Like I'm telling you, because like I got to live, if I get a call, right, and I'm on the team, then I'll be like, man, I'm so happy I stuck. That's what you be. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't get it on you fast enough to get on it, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Nah, but that was the My biggest last question. You told the story, you know, as far as the adversity and overcoming it with your grandfather and the drills that he put you through. You coaching little league teams now, you kind of see that same type of focus and uh, adversity and whatnot. If you had a time machine and you can go back to Coach Kincaid when he was six, seven years old, what would you tell yourself now? Ooh, oh, that's tough. Like, <laughs> uh, hey, man, we bring heat. My, my. <laughs> it's time to 
It's a lot, bro. It's, it's a lot, bro, because it's crazy. Perfect. And I got a lot of youngsters like Jim Ronson, right? Quarterback I've been trained. That was the first kid I trained. He's the main one I, I always try to make it. Like, the story I tell him. Like, if I go back to you, I will work 10 times harder. In the weight room, for sure, right? And for us mentally. Like, I've been trying to game at five, six years old, seven years old. I've been trying to learn coverages at eight years old. Like, how they doing something like stuff like that? Like, how they get taught at a young age and then they just grow up into it and it's just, it's second nature to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the mentality, I would tell my, my younger self, like, no matter what what happens, what you go through, still fight and push, push harder. Because you know you never know when your brain coming. You know what I'm saying? Never give up. You know, that's my battle right now. Still to the day. I can I can stop, I can like hang my cleats up and just coach. Like and I'll be good, like, but it's not about money. Like I really want to play and show people like I've been disrespected. Like I've been top quarterback all my life. And you tell me when I go to college, I win a championship and then and when they're ready for me to go to the pros, I get no without nothing. Like, so like, I really just want to know. Like, I really want to know what was the problem. What was my fault so I can help the next guy? But I've never got, I've never got no feedback on why. Why was Kincaid the ex? And Marquez, Meander, Chad Williams, Trent Scott, all these guys got chances. These guys that play with me, we was all on one team. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I say, to answer your question, what I tell my young Stay your lane, work hard, outwork everybody. Outwork everybody. Make it undeniable that you're the best player on the field, no matter what. That's hey, I've been I, I heard so many times, you know, make make you be the obvious best choice. You did? Okay, I see the hard work, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, hey, our, our live is gonna be put on all the uh, podcast streaming, you know, but they can't see what you're showing right now. Let, let, let's oh. see that. Let, let, they can't see. Oh no, not our viewers can see. It, but once we go, uh, once we load up to Apple iTunes and our podcasters, they won't be able to see that. So man, yes, I'm oh, showing yeah. hard, man. I'm, I'm showing, man. I told mom in 2016, man. Let me show you what I had in 2016. So everything from this one right here, everything is. This was the best player from uh, Texas in the SBC, right? I got the two years in a row, right? I gave my, my coach in my high school the other trophy. So I got two of these and two of the MPs, the offense MP. I got 2016, 2017, right? I got 2016, 2017 for the Big Ben Award. And I got the MVP of the Classic twice, right? But the one I really, like, that really blew my mind was Doug Lee's offensive player of the year. Because wow. I was, man, I think I was up against um, Tiller back from, you know, the other school that couldn't beat us when I was there. Uh, right. Southern. Southern. And Tiller was a running back for uh, Southern. With all that, the little fast guy. God, man, look, really can't add all them guys, man. And, um, and uh, what's the, Tyreek Horn. So that that was the then was the candy right? So I'm candy right? They picked me and we was in the Hall of Fame like down there in Atlanta. So it was it was a big deal for me, bro. Like it was crazy. It was it was a big moment. Like I forgot to tell you about that. Like I'm I'm for sure. I thought they was giving it to Corn, bro, because he went crazy. 
it ain't won a national championship. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, so, you got it. Was, it was big, bro. I so appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, I got to make sure my little league team and there's no DFW sports group, man. You got you got the Wolverines, you got uh, TCU, you got the Dogs, you got Open Ties, man. We, it's a lot of little league teams that are really trying to, you know, you know, up their game. So them guys know middle school, you know, they're already on the ball to become, become, you know, one of the best in, in the city. So it's a lot of little league teams around here, man, that's lethal, bro. So I just wanted to put that out there. So let them pick up where they from and they on here. Let me know if they want smoke with Texas because we do this out here. I told them that. We do that, man. If they won't yeah. smoke, it's here. It's here, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's what y'all do, you know what I'm saying? The barbecue smoke, you know what I'm talking about? For you know what I'm saying? show, for show, Jack. <laughs> yes, sir. So, definitely about to get up out of here, man. So, you got any shout-out before we let you go? Oh, uh, man, shout-out to my mama, man. Shout-out shout out to the whole Slack. Shout-out to the whole Graham family that went in. I was a it was it was crazy two years that I never get, you know. I always tell everybody about, you know, the HBCU experience, man. You know, I never knock them. Like I don't got nothing, no, no bad, no hate against them. Shout out to, you know, sports something y'all, y'all legit, y'all best, man. I've been, I talked to my guy Mac. He told me, me and told me about y'all, so I was already down for the interview. Then I seen my guy Coach on here, so I knew, I knew y'all had some stuff going on, man. So, shout out to Coach Bruce. He he put me on some a lot of knowledge too for the game. You know what I'm saying? I talked to him, you know, a lot. Bro. He put me on he all the way in New York, bro. But we trying to do Kansas stuff together. So we, we got we got the cooking right now. We just keeping it on the low. Nice. We're gonna be on tour, man. Okay, look. All right, all right, you know what I'm saying? You know one thing about y'all Dallas cats, y'all gonna have a dance and go with it too. You know what I'm saying? So I know once you get up there, you know what I'm saying, you gotta keep grinding, man. But Yes, sir. So, hey, definitely hang out with us. But, uh, Coach Lee, you got anything uh, before we get up out of here? I'm good, man. The weekend is upon us. Wow. Yeah. But, hey, there's be more things not taking care of hanging out with us. You do lounge and Leroy. I don't say the Leroy without the yes, Jewish. Man, y'all stay tuned. We out. Yes, sir.